You're listening to the Forrester Technopolitics Podcast, inspiring commentary and intelligent insight from experts in the thick of it. Hi, everyone. I'm Mike Gualtieri. This is Forrester Technopolitics. I'm very happy to be here with Jeffrey Hammond, Principal Analyst. Hi, Jeffrey. Howdy. And Mike Facemeyer, Senior Analyst. Mike, it's good to talk to you again. Both mobile experts. And what do you do with two Forrester mobile experts at the end of the year? Drink. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> no, we ask you what your top three mobile application development predictions are for 2013. I think it would be far more interesting if we had a drink first and then made those predictions. <laughs> but tell, okay, we can do that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> There's a holiday party after this recording. Okay. So if you do a good job, we'll do it again. <laughs> we'll let you do it. Thanks. So, Mike Facemeyer, let's start with you. Yeah. Uh, what's What's uh, one of your predictions for 2013? Yeah, I, I, I think number one, you know, if you, if you look at, the, at, at this past year, uh, was the year, especially in enterprise and, and continuing in, in the consumer space, was the year of, of contextual uh, mobile uh, applications, uh, ones that, that respond to, to a user's context. I think 2013 is going to be the big year for, for, for analytics and for uh, human pattern matching and, and really starting to see how users interact with individual apps, how those individual apps can work together. Did you say human pattern matching? Yeah. So what do you mean you know, by that? The, the things that we as humans, you know, that's, that's what we do every day. We see patterns and react to patterns. And, and I think that that's what, uh, you know, that's what our, our, our smartphones, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the things that really makes them uh, foreign uh, to us. While, while, they've, while the consumerization of these devices has gone a long way, that's, that's one gap. And so I think with analytics, Analytics, uh, analytics within apps uh, to see how you use those apps, allow the individual apps to start to conform to your individual tastes and preferences, and then how apps can interact together on, on, on a mobile platform. I think this is really going to start to take off uh, right. in 2013. So I think your prediction is that apps will get increasingly contextual. Is that, uh, is that a good summary? Increasingly contextual and increasingly personal. Uh, you know, understand that, that every morning at you know, 7.15, I'm getting in my car with my kids and, uh, and understand that if I, if, I, uh, if I do that every morning at 7.15, if there's one morning that I get in and it's 7.20, that something has to change because you know, I'm five minutes late. I spent five minutes uh, thinking in the shower this morning that I shouldn't have. Right. And so therefore, let's turn the radio station to one that has a faster beat. Let's get them going. You know, these type of things. And that, that can only be done through pattern matching, through the power of analytics. And there, and are, there are definitely a lot of uh, vendors out there that are starting to bet uh, a large part of their, of their forward-looking revenue on these analytics platforms. Jeffrey Hammond, let's go to you. So, so you took my first prediction. So I'll, I'll add to that that, uh, you know, just to, to drive it home, that uh, integration both uh, on the back end and the service uh, infrastructure and uh, even on device with uh, predictive analytics and uh, con- uh, complex event processing is going to be a very hot topic for developers who are uh, going to try to build these applications. And, and, and I, I think you're going to see some, some very interesting uh, things done in that space over the next year. Okay, so I've got to do something different, though. Okay, so here's my first uh, off-the-wall prediction. I'm predicting the beginning of the end of the app. And what I mean by that is we're already seeing the design sensibilities on these devices start to evolve in a way 
that moves developers away from the standalone application that's its own little rectangle that launches its own experience, and everything about that service is provided within uh, a standalone context. So a good example of something like that is Apple's Passbook. The reality is is that if developers have a, a, a loyalty card or an airline ticket or a bus ticket or something that is a piece of paper, uh, Apple is now pushing them to expose that information in a service that they provide instead of in their own application. Google Wallet's another good example of where the platforms themselves are going to be exposing these additional services, and so your application becomes less a standalone thing and more uh, a question of how do I plug into the advanced services that the platform offers, and uh, it's going to change the nature of application development, I think. So it sounds like it's more of a composite application or, you know, that's assembled from services rather than, like you say, just just your own selfish rectangle. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. Mike Facemeyer, another prediction from you. Uh, just a comment on Jeffries. I, th- I think I think we should coin a new term. You know, if we're going to have a collection of services that define an architecture, we should call this something like a, a service-oriented architecture or something along those lines. How about lines. the Hammond-oriented architecture? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would love that. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, my 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 second big prediction is, uh, and, and these are big. If if I'm saying them, they're big. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> my my second big prediction uh, from 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 the mouth of Mike Facemire is that. Uh, uh, is that visual tooling is really going to take off in in in, in 2013? Hold I, on, visual tool. You mean for application developers? Yeah. So for for app devs. So, in and and I'm sorry for all the app devs listening. I, I'm I'm a reformed enterprise uh, application developer myself. Uh, I've used Emacs. Uh, I've used Eclipse, uh, Xcode. Um, and, and and I love writing. I think tons. you've even written assembler, if I. And I, I have, yes, eighty eighty six. Hey, uh, if you haven't used Visual Basic, then you haven't lived. Yeah, and 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 and, and the problem Maybe is six. That that's is. you know that's that that kind of provides uh, geek cred that that you've written all that text and you know canons and canons of of text and lines of code, but in reality, are you being efficient? Uh, and are you really getting things done as fast as you can? Uh, and can you really? Uh, interact with other members of your uh, of your organization uh, on that basis. So, so given that uh, you know, we, we, we actually Jeffrey put out some research very recently talking about how uh, the enterprise app dev cycle has gone from twelve to eighteen months that, that it was when 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 I was a kid uh, to to four to six months that it is for 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 mobile apps. And to really compress that down like that, you know, devs need to be able to talk to designers and be able to talk to business analysts and, and all other facets of the, of the enterprise development organization. And to do that, the tools need to bring them together. And so business analysts don't write code. Are you telling me manipulating pointers doesn't add value when you're building <laughs> mobile apps? <laughs> it, uh, it adds value, but the problem is the, 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 it doesn't add cross-organization value. It doesn't allow BAs and designers to talk on the same language. Now, on the other hand, if a designer can drag objects onto a palette, put things together, have these objects understand visually how to interact with a RESTful service, now all of a sudden we can all start to work together and work at a, at a, at a cadence that allows us to meet the demands of our mobile uh, users. So, Mike, so we're clear on what you mean by these visual tools. Like, when you say that, I think of Xcode, which has – it does have some visual tools. They might be rudimentary. For, yeah. Android SDK and Eclipse has a little bit of a screen designer thing. Are you, are you talking about those uh, but the next generation? A little bit. But I, I, I think I think those are still predominantly pure developer tools. I'm looking at uh, – it, 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 
somebody like IBM that, that has their Worklight platform and in their Worklight platform, uh, Kony has this as well, uh, Vrivo, uh, and Antenna does as well. They, they, they allow you to simply drag and drop, quote unquote, services onto a pallet. Uh, introspection is done on those services to see where the data touch points are. And then I can drag a, a user interface artifact onto the palette and, and, and map it to that service. Sounds and like it. my old days with uh, VB6 or PowerBuilder and stored procedures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's what's old is new again. You know, let, let me simply drag a service onto user uh, interface artifact and let that populate and go from there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, so Mike Facemar says visual tools will become more popular in 2013. Jeffrey, back to you. Okay, uh, prediction number two. The economics of application maintenance will really start to bite organizations hard, and as a result, it will push people towards um, hybrid solutions and web-based solutions. I'm already starting to see some indications of this in some of the data and the surveys that I'm doing with developers. Uh, the uh, number of responses that I'm getting about folks that are using uh, JavaScript and CSS3 and, uh, and uh, HTML5 is, uh, is um, increasing. Doesn't mean that there's not still native apps being built, uh, but uh, folks are realizing that it's really, really expensive to have three different native code bases, and it's really, really hard to take a new feature and simultaneously release it across three different code bases, especially if you don't have all that high level of maturity in your uh, uh, SCM, uh, uh, um, you know, know, capabilities or or tool sets. Uh, So... I think you're going to see a lot more public admission of apps uh, like PhoneGap-style apps next year. But I also think you're going to see an increasing rise of the complex hybrid. And I would describe the complex hybrid as something which isn't just a simple container wrapped around HTML5 or JavaScript, uh, but something that really is a mixture of native code, but also of common services built uh, in web views uh, that can be reused across different platforms for the connected aspects of an application. Mm. Thank you, Jeffrey. And Mike Facemeyer, uh, your third and final prediction, or do you want to comment on Jeffrey? Yeah, just a quick comment. So it, so- it sounds like uh, you're saying we're going to have a nice middle ground between PhoneGap and Accelerator Titanium, you know, between between a hybrid that is purely HTML and a hybrid that is nearly purely yeah, native. And, and some of that will be achieved by the middleware platforms themselves yeah. that are essentially taking that model. Yep. Uh, but uh, but uh, I think you'll see folks kind of custom build those things as well. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and 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 so so I agree. But I think I think that by admission of that uh, of that big uh, prediction. Uh, Jeffrey's saying my first one is wrong because I don't think my analytics fit in overly well with that, uh, with multiple apps interacting. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll get to that. So so my 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 third one, my 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 third big prediction is is really the um, enterprises moving towards a cloud development model, uh, going away from everything being on prem, going away from mobile middleware, uh, sitting on you know on prem that you have to manage yourself. More towards a backend as a service model. Uh, a, a lot of the a lot of the players that are out there today are really starting to de- define the market. And I think in 2013, this market is going to start to be defined, and we're going to start to see players evolve that can scale this. Who market. are some of those players now that, that yeah, come so, to mind? Yeah. So 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 the, the the ones out there today that that are that are really doing great uh, great job in defining this market are folks like Stackmob and Convey and Parse. 
You know, those are the big three that I hear about quite commonly. And I, I really believe that uh, that going forward, this is going to start to really appeal to, to, to enterprises, that this market will be will, will, will be defined well. Uh, it will start to scale. Uh, and and we'll, we'll see a lot of M&A activity among the back-end-as-a-service players, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to become a very viable option for enterprises in 2013. Mm-hmm. And, Jeffrey, um, to wrap this up, what's your advice for mobile applications Application developers in 2013. Oh, I don't get one more prediction? You did three? Did I no, steal I didn't. No, he, no, he yeah. started. He started. I'm going to do my third. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go way out on a limb. Okay. And I think that uh, next year, maybe it's a 2014 prediction, but I'm going to make it a 2013 prediction. I, I think that uh, that uh, the heads-up display form factor will really come of age. Whoa, I do think, you mean Google Glass? I think Project Glass is going to be big. I think that developers will get their copies to work with in, in, in large numbers next year. I think there are some really killer apps uh, that fit that heads-up form factor really, really well. Uh, you know, we're already starting to see some early acceptance and some design in the style community about, you know, how these things would work. And uh, I, I just, you know, I want two apps. I want the who am I talking to app, and I want the <laughs> where am I going app, and what's next app. And if I could get nothing other than those, those two are things those would be in killer. a heads-up display – I'll put the money down yeah. uh, for the uh, for the form factor. I'll, I'll, so. I'll pay whatever the price is double. <laughs> Those are killer apps. If, if Michael paid double, I'll, I'll write one of them, and you can buy my glasses for me. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, do you have any final words of advice for uh, mobile app? developers in 2013? Uh, keep smiling. It's a good time to be a mobile app dev. You know, this is, this is the, the absolute hot spot to be. When I, you know, when I talk to folks that are doing development, uh, they're either doing mobile dev or extremely jealous of, of those that are. So I think this is huge. Jeffrey? Um, stay flexible because uh, I think uh, we're, we're, we're not even at the, the end of the beginning. We're still in the middle of the beginning, and things are going to continue to change as fast as we can possibly imagine. Mike Facemeyer? Jeffrey Hammond, thank you very much. This is Technopolitics. You've been listening to the Forrester Technopolitics podcast. Read more about the technology fuel disruption and join the discussion at blogs.forrester.com.